on the last episode of Dice Funk. On the one hand, I'm glad, still glad to help the way I did against that writer, but on the other, I'm not sure if it was worth it. That sounds like Gwendolyn, one of Lost's most prized spymasters. This will not go unanswered. Better prepare what the Drow might do in response. I don't have an instrument right now. Somebody on this boat still has a set of bagpipes. Hey, Dad, I have all these strings. Do you think you could carve me uh, a lyre? Hunter, I'm gonna have to do some magic and listen to some of your thoughts. So a hundred planar oceans are emptying into Lorelei, and there's a hellish combo god beast down there, and it's linked to literally every Kuatoa in the region. Joan isn't strictly correct about what's causing the flooding. It's indirectly because of what happened with her. Because they they stopped gods needing sacrifices, didn't they? And that led the Kuatoa to be desperate because their sacrifices weren't working, and therefore they made the deal. We either kill Zavala, get Zavala to, to call off the Gesh, or we kill all the Kuatoa. Is Ziggy in there? No, Ziggy went to take care of the drow, I think. So that I can cast Message. Welch, it's me, Vinny. Uh, Welch answers back, unless you have any more magic items, don't speak to me anymore. The portal to the Feywild will open up in about a week. So if you guys want to follow me back... We're going to need to be able to fly. You're going to need an airship. Uh, but <laughs> if Route A is try your luck with Zavala, Route B is genocide the Kuatoa to stop the rising sea, and Route C is escape to the Feywild, you need to put an asterisk next to Route C and say requires airship. Okay. It may be time to go look to the drow and see if we can find some engineers to help us with the ship. It's been presented to you that Calypsia is a death sentence. Ziggy's on his way there, and it seems like you also need to go there. I don't know why Welch is being such a jerk all of a sudden. Because Welch is trying to create a means to get to Zavala. That would also explain why she was interested in your loot and uh, your staff there, uh, Drop. She's just she's deconstructing them into their magical constituents in order to create a source of magic strong enough to forcefully tear a portal straight to Zavala. Ziggy will absolutely die without your intervention. Oh, alright. We gotta go save Ziggy! Violet just speaks <laughs> up and she says, I want the best sword. Is she carrying a great sword? Yeah. Oh my god, a rainbow great sword. Yeah. I want healing herbs. You get healing herbs. Vi- Violet announces that her rainbow great sword uh, should have a name, <laughs> and she thinks real hard, and she says, Mittens! Mm. You just gotta get more adventurous, Johnny. No. <laughs> <laughs> so to start off, I think we have to address a huge lingering question from last week. Just this debacle, mm-hmm. this entire, it's shaken the pillars of this very campaign. Oh no. Oh, we no. can't go on without addressing it. Oh, oh no. Oh. Lauren owned me in front of a thousand people. <laughs> I know, I was, I felt so good. Was this, was this when you said liar wrong? Oh, oh, it was that thing. Oh, I thought it was something else. Never mind. Vindicated. I don't want to sing the rest of the song. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Lear just sounds better, so I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. I spaced out for that for, like, a brief moment, and then somebody said Lear, and I was like, like the king? That's what I think, too. 
I was on Lauren's side. I just want to say that I was on the right side of history on this one. Yes. It's one thing that I was wrong. I can deal with being wrong. But I was also, I was wrong and smug. Yeah, I know. Being, <laughs> being wrong and proud is way worse. It is. It's a bad look. Listen, if people can't pronounce, if people can't pronounce GIF correctly, what else, what, what can be done, you know? We but, can't. No, let's, let's not even go down that hole. I, I pronounce GIF just fine. Yeah. GIF is how I pronounce it. It sounds like you're trying to throw up when you say GIF. GIF. <laughs> I mean, Lauren has owned me plenty of times, but never in front of so many people. Finally, mm-hmm. someone saw mm-hmm. it. It's very good. I feel like I feel like this is just the latest, though, in a long tradition in this season of Dice Funk of of us messing with words that we really shouldn't be. It's a cavalcade, I believe. Because it it took us a while to get gash. <laughs> I, d- I came with the correct one because I looked it up. I thought I understood how to read pronunciation notation. It turns out I I don't. <laughs> like, mm. gash, gash, I nailed that one. The final nail in the coffin vis-a-vis this harp instrument was uh, on the Wikipedia page. It quotes a Byron poem, which says, I wish to tune my quivering lyre to deeds of fame and notes of fire. And that does not work if it's pronounced lyre. So. Got owned by Lord Byron. It's <laughs> a time-traveling own. Yeah, I think you mean Lord Brian, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he lives down the street from me. He, he he makes really good bagel pizzas on Thursdays, you know. Oh, Brian. So with that, uh, Sheriff K is on the boat currently making you a liar. <laughs> um, while you guys are uh, leaving Hole in the Earth, marching through the tunnels on a mission to save Private Ziggy, Hmm. While you walk, uh, you're all kitted out. Everyone has all their new swords and your new bags and your new herbs. I did want to point out that Elias has such a full inventory that if we were keeping track of weight, this would be the part where I would have to make him dump some stuff out. But I think we can just say mm-hmm. Sildiel <laughs> helps carry some of his stuff. At this point, you have, I think, a scimitar, a rapier, mm-hmm. 30 arrows, a bow, a bag, Mm-hmm. books but probably missing some stuff I, I, well actually most of his books are gone at this point he only has two books at this point oh yeah but yeah you probably stored some of that stuff on the ship huh and that's and that's yeah the books are back on the ship except for his spell book so he's he's mostly just carrying the rapier scimitar longbow two daggers um <laughs> a backpack with some basic supplies and his clothes and armor and that's basically it and the walk don't forget the walk He's carrying his walk like nobody's business, man. Oh, no. ain't Seriously, ain't no stir-fry like an Elias stir-fry. Mm-hmm. Because an Elias stir-fry is magic? Mm. Mm. No, he's just, he's just a really good cook. So as you guys travel deeper into the Underdark, remember there was kind of the fork in the road where one led to the Bullywog village of Hole in the Earth and one led much deeper to the drow city of Calypsia, uh, which is presumably where you're going, unless plans have changed. Nah. I think I'm going to take this opportunity to give up monking and uh, become the dancer I've always wanted to be. <laughs> at this opportunity? At this crossroads? Yeah, right now. There's no time like the present. Okay. New Year's, you know. I'm a, I'm a new monk. <laughs> new Year, new monk. New drop. This episode's gotten off to a very strange start. I have a couple of questions for how you're doing this. Because as you guys are aware, Welch sent Ziggy to his probable doom. Uh, some time ago, you don't know when he left, but mm. like time is a factor. So the couple questions here are, are you sprinting? Are you walking? Are you sneaking? Uh, are you moving with light? Because remember, 
Violet and Drop cannot see in the dark, but Elias can cast light. So you have to make a choice about your speed and your illumination, I guess. One thing that I'll probably have Elias do is he's probably going to have Job kind of hang back and perch himself on, on Drop's shoulder and with light casted on himself. So that I think the radius for light is, I think, 30 feet of bright and 30 feet of dim light, if I'm not mistaken. So you're casting light on Job, and then you're going to use him as a kind of a lantern? On, on drop, while Elias himself is basically about 60 feet ahead of the group. Kind of, so he's kind of in the shadows, kind of on the perimeter of the range of that light. Okay. So basically, Violet and Drop are going to be able to see, but as a result, they're going to need to hang back a little bit, which raises the question... Elias in the front, presumably also with Sildio, are you guys going all out? Are you sprinting to try to get to Ziggy as fast as possible? I'd like to run. I would say we're moving we're moving quickly, but we're trying to be observant and if and if we start noticing that we're getting close to people, we'll slow down. I mean So more of a jogger a speed walk, are you thinking? I mean we'll we'll be we'll be as fast as we feel is safe. Since we don't know kind of the lay of the land, we're going blind into this. We have to be both quick, but we also have to be cautious once we see that there might be people up ahead or there might be signs of a drow city or something we're walking into. So the answer is both, Austin. Yeah, I understand the impulse to want to be as smart and clever about all this as possible. But what this breaks down to, like, are you going to prioritize getting to Ziggy or your own non-ambushableness. <laughs> like, I, under- I understand you want to do both. You want to have best of both worlds. But what this comes down to is almost binary. I mean, from my standpoint, I've, we have literally no idea where Ziggy is. So we don't know where we're hurrying to other than a generic area. You have you've been basically informed that, that there's a for- that the fork in the road, right. that one, one leads to Calypsia, one leads to Hole in the Earth. So you, right. you know what you want to take, you take it, and right. you assume if you just go straight. Uh, also, Joan told you, I think, back in episode like five. If I recall correctly, I don't know if anyone actually asked her this, but I'm going to retcon it, say it was brought up sometime on the ship, that the drow collapsed a bunch of the tunnels so that before they built the barrier, that none of the city wouldn't flood if it started to leak. There's only one way to Calypsia, basically. Yeah, the drow have been very right. careful to keep the city safe. They built the barrier. They've collapsed all the tunnels that could lead there except for the one, which also means that if you want to get to them, you have to go through it. Yeah. They're very thorough. And that's why Welch draining water in for her machines has got them so mad. All roads lead to Calypsia, seeing as how this may very well be very well be the last road in all of Lorelei. <laughs> it may be the last road for all of you. I, I don't think anyone's under any illusions about how dangerous this is. I don't know. I think Violet's probably feeling okay about this. <laughs> yeah, I, I like keep um, like basically dying and then not. So. Yeah, Vi- Violet and her great rainbow sword mittens, mm-hmm. which she can wield without disadvantage. I've actually given this some thought. If she was wielding something like a rapier, which required like moves, <laughs> like twirls and yeah, finesse. Yeah, finesse. Anything like that, that'd be one thing. She just will swing this with such abandon. It may as well just be a stick. Like, yeah. she's not using any kind of technique, and that's that's fine. Like, yeah. just clobber people with that thing, Leon. I'm planning on it. So many people. I mean, until until Elias sees a threat, he's going to prioritize speed over overall stealthiness, if only because there's no way for them to overall be stealthy with... Mm-hmm making sure that drop and violet can actually see what's going on yeah so So you guys make your way down into the underdark the the angle is very severe 
you're going as fast as you can, but like, you know, when you take your bike down a steep hill and you're like, oops, I may have miscalculated. I don't know if I can slow this down. Like you're at a certain point, you're almost like running flat out and it's, it's dark and it's scary. And you hear the skittering of spiders in your periphery, which you, I think intuit are the spies that you've heard a little bit about. Wait, does, Vi- does Violet hear spiders? You hear spiders. They're just, this is, this is a drow tunnel. It's just filled with spiders. Violet, Violet tries to kill the spiders. All right, you stomp on a couple of spiders as you go by. I mean, with my sword. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can. There's, there's hundreds. Ooh. <laughs> just leave the spiders alone. Let's just, let's just say, let's just say I do it bit by bit as I go. They're, these are like fist-sized spiders, so they're not like oh, okay. these aren't guys who like I pulled out of the monster manual to fight you. I'm just setting the scene that drow cities are <laughs> often the habitat for spiders, and also. Gwendolyn had mentioned that like her spies informed her that Welch left. Okay. Remember when she attacked the city and you, you guess that it was the spiders themselves who report on all the comings and goings here. So you can't really hide from them. All right. And you smash a couple with your sword, I guess, as you go. Yeah. They chitter like the walls are alive with them. And as you guys go deeper. Okay. Sildiel says to Elias, as you guys are running, she says, <laughs> I know you, Elias, don't blame yourself for this. All right, you did what you had to do. We're going to save Ziggy, and we're going to get out of here, and everything's going to be fine. All right? <sighs> I'll, I'll try my best. That's all I can do. All right. Nobody blames you for getting all their magic items taken. Oh, my God. Or for starting a civil war in the Cascades, or for getting, getting your friends sent on a suicide mission. We're all here. We support you. All things considered, as self-serving as it may sound, at least part of that seems to have worked out in our favor anyway, oddly enough. Welch is an odd one. I do not wish to be like her. She is a very strange Frago. You just wanted to say Frago. I did want to say Frago. She's very good. So you guys are you guys are hauling ass down to try to get to Ziggy before he wanders into the, the drow city, and you hear the sounds of commotion ahead of you. And this is the kind of the point where you get to decide if you want to run into the commotion or if you want to hang out and scope this commotion. What what does the commotion sound like? Feet scrambling on dirty tunnel floors, uh, heavy breathing, maybe a, a yelp of pain. So no musical numbers. Y'all need to make a decision quick because Violet's about to jump out and say, "Ah!" So <laughs> I want that to be clear. I think we should just go for it. All right, you guys rush forward and you see a battle going on. Okay. Uh, on one side is Ziggy Ribbits. Mm-hmm. your good wizard frog friend and he is bleeding and his navy uniform is tattered and on the other side you see a large floating spherical entity mm-hmm. with four stalks that end in eyeballs and in the center of the sphere is another giant eyeball and a giant mouth filled with just steak knife teeth and it says you don't belong here no no violet kills violet kills it <laughs> <laughs> it kills it so hard. It it attack it it attacked her when she was a horse. The, this is not eyeball Jenkins. You have it's just the same thing that eyeball Jenkins is. Tough. Violet doesn't understand that. You don't you don't get it. <laughs> no, that's a good that's a good angle to take it from. <laughs> Violet thinks this is eyeball Jenkins. Yeah. Roll initiative. It talks the same way. How could it not? <laughs> Violet's logic is flawless to Violet. All right. We in it now, boys. All right. And Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Nine. Oh! <laughs> All right. 
I guess everyone else is joining me, so come we on. We all have to roll initiative, pretty much. Um, that's yeah. uh, my initiative is five. Job's initiative is seventeen. Ooh. Oh, Job, twenty-two. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, guess who goes last? As always, drop. It is your turn first. Ah, uh, jeez. So, uh, just from assessing the situation, um, I guess Ziggy and this thing have been fighting or are fighting. Yes, they've been fighting for long enough that Ziggy looks pretty messed up. You've seen what happens when someone gets shot with a laser that comes from these creatures, which are called spectators. And it appears he has been struck by several on the arms, chest, legs. Like he is, looks like if you hadn't shown up or hadn't jumped in, he would about, he's about to get roasted, roasted and toasted. Uh, All right. I guess I'm jumping in to defend Ziggy. That's a 20. Yep. That's a hit. That's a hit. Yep. 10 damage. Yeah. Nice. Then I get uh I get a second attack. That's a 20 as well. Jeez. And that's 8 damage. Nice. And then I think I should pop flurry of blows here. Um so that's two more attacks, I believe. <laughs> yep. Third attack at a 10, which I'm guessing is a miss. Correct. Okay, and then my fourth and final is an eight, also a miss. Oh, that was sorry, that was the wrong button. Haha, that was a one d six. That that's a count. <laughs> All right, so my fourth attack now is a thirteen. Miss, miss. All right. So without saying a word, Drop just rushes in, slashes the spectator twice across the side, and then he tries to do some sweet monk flips, but the spectator rolls out of the way, does a cool barrel roll to avoid the rest of his attacks. <laughs> but you slashed him twice, and he has like a bleeding X on his side now. So now we will know him, no matter where he goes. <laughs> Job, who is currently glowing with light and who will need to move into the, the battlefield. Yeah, well, Job is on drop at the moment, so he's just going to stay on drop. He and I are bonding. <laughs> I'm like, you're much cooler than those other birds on the boat. Yeah. Did I tell you that one of them threw me into the ocean? <laughs> you're just talking to Job. Job, Job nods <laughs> and just sort of, you know, chirps you know encouragingly and otherwise does nothing for the time being all right yeah he's just chilling because drop is already granting advantage all right so now it is the spectator's turn and shit is about to pop off my dudes it was nice knowing you guys (laughs) these things do not play around the question is i have so many lasers to shoot at you which lasers do i like (laughs) is there a laser that adds highlights into his hair oh no, there is not. <laughs> um, drop, make a constitution saving throw. DC 13. You have to beat as it turns and aims one of its, eye- its eyeballs at you. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Squeezed by that one. Nice. And as we've discussed before, a saving throws on these kind of spells do not mean it misses. It just no. singes you and you take half. Right. Which is going to be bad for you. Yes. I had the wrong book out. One moment. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the right book has better advantages for me. <laughs> but probably not. Here we go, friendos. Half of this. Yeah. Yep. So seven? Yep, you only take seven damage. All right. That's not bad. You are just mildly singed. Ow! <laughs> Drop exclaims. Yeah. You guys are dorks. Yep. I'm trying to think who it would logically attack. I think it's going to take another shot at Ziggy. You have a lot of eyeballs. I do. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, oh, you crit failed. You explode yourself. You eyeball yourself. Oh, I hope so. No, no. That was Ziggy's saving throw, my guys. 
Oh, I misunderstood. No! I'm sorry. No! I thought that was you attacking. Spectator doesn't roll attack rolls for any of right. its eye rays, so. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. It sort of hits you if it's looking at you. Yeah. Ziggy, Ziggy, then Ziggy rolled a one. Yep. It turns an eye beam to Ziggy and blasts him. This one looks different. The one that shot at drop was like a, just a lancing laser beam that's like singed him. This one is kind of a weird blue wave as it washes over Ziggy and you see his eyes roll back in his head. Is it a, is it a wave or a particle? <laughs> Are you observing it? Oh Technically, I suppose, yes. Uh, Ziggy, who has a strange look come over his face, he turns to the rest of the crew, raises his staff, and he casts Shatter on everybody but Drop and Job. So everyone make me constitution saving throws. Uh, Ziggy is very strong. I think the DC is actually 16 for him. Okay, I made that. I did not. <laughs> the best... <laughs> The only one who takes the full blast is Violet, um, but everyone is going to take some damage. Hell no. The spectator has used a ray to control Ziggy, and now you're fighting both of them. Great. I'd say we still focus on um, the spectator, because once we kill the spectator, maybe its thrall will go away. It, it depends on like what what spell it used, because there, there are some spells that just have like a lasting amount of time, like confusion spells and things like that. Everyone Google blue wave. <laughs> but it might be a particle. <laughs> or it might be something Austin made up. Yeah, I might take I take 11 damage, right? You take 11 damage, uh, everyone else takes 5. Did I have my uh, maximum hit points because we rested, or I, I genuinely can't remember? You you, you are full hit points because we had oh, okay. a match I'm rest. I'm supposed to get full. Okay, so I was at 49, so I am at 38 now. Leon, your turn? Yo. Or, I'm sorry, Violet. Violet uh, loses her goddamn mind. <laughs> Uh, flip flips the switch to frenzy, which means that in addition to the extra attack that frenzy grants her, I also have my regular extra attack. So Violet attacks three times with her giant ass sword. Nineteen hit. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> Twelve. Two hits. Okay. Same thing with drop. You slash, slash, and then as you do the next slash, it backs up. Okay. So now there's a t- two bleeding X's on each side of this guy. Okay. I hit for thirteen and for six. So I hit for nineteen damage. You get the impression that it was dominating Ziggy in this fight, even though Ziggy is way stronger, which is strange and something to keep in mind, mm-hmm. maybe to puzzle out, but it was not expecting what you guys are doing, which is just stabbing it. That seems strangely effective. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Next up uh, is Elias. All right. Uh... And Sildiel attacks with Elias. You guys are uh, a Blade Singer unit. Which, incidentally, would be a really great name for a classical metal cover band, Blade Singer <laughs> Unit. So, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a name, just tell him Austin sent you. Elias will have the rapier out, lunge in, and try to lance the the spectator right in that giant fucking eye in the middle, you know? <laughs> also, Blade Singer Unit could be shortened to B Unit, and we could just say it's the sequel to G Unit. Everyone's favorite 2000s hip-hop mm. conglomerate. Uh, 21 for the at- uh, attack. Yeah, and you get sneak attack damage. Right, because I have allies adjacent, so D8 plus 2 plus, yes, D6. So that's a total of 10 damage on that attack. All right, and it's uh, Sildiel also does, you guys are in sync, you both thrust forward, mm-hmm. and you guys get a couple of inches of your rapier into his eye before he recoils from you. He's bleeding from all sides. You guys are messing this dude up. It's what, seven on one? <laughs> or I guess six on two because Ziggy is now on his side. Yeah, but he does not like that. He is bleeding profusely. Lavinia, quick, sing a song about peace. 
<laughs> Quick, make it your best friend. Crush this fool. Just crush this fool. Okay, I'm going to try... Oh, this is a terrible idea. I'm going to try Dissonant Whispers on him. That is a wisdom saving throw, my dude. Is that the thing that makes his head bleed? Yes. All right. So, Lavinia, you point the bagpipes mm-hmm. at the spectator, and you start playing a dark eldritch song to induce madness and pain in this creature. Roll damage. I really hope that what we're getting right now is an ACDC song. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a song, but let me do the math first. Okay, all right, okay. I'll, I'll wait. Uh, uh, so I'm going to do it as a level two so I don't waste my level three slots. So that's 46. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let's do it. Take me back to Bullywug Siggy, where the frogs are cute and their capes are pretty. Please take me back to those frogs. <laughs> but with bagpipes. <laughs> so you you channel that magical ancient song <laughs> through your bagpipe. Because <laughs> remember, it's not the words themselves, but the, yeah. the vibrations of the melody. And something very strange happens, which is instead of the spectator uh, reeling in pain and misery as you do this, it just looks at you. It just stares you down. And suddenly you hear the song echo in your own mind. Oh, no. And you feel pain lance through you as you take eight damage. Mm. Fuck you. Oh, and I also have to run away. (laughs) Holy Christ on a cracker. I think you are supernaturally and overwhelmingly scared of yourself. Mm. Oh, you're going to have to start crawling out of your skin soon. Oh, my gosh. That's bummer. (laughs) Lavinia, the spiritual entity, is not the same as Lavinia, the body. Uh Uh-oh. I think you definitely want to get out of your body. Oh. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. We're, we're going to have a spooky Lavinia skeleton in our party after this, aren't we? Oh, no. Let, let, let's kill the spectator on this next round so we can deal with Lavinia before she has her turn again and starts clawing at her head. <laughs> like, that's my plan. I'm going to need you to role play for a while here, Lavinia, as being convinced you need to get whatever you are out of your body. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Drops turn. That first one's a miss. That second one looks like a hit to me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go ahead and pop Flurry of Blows anyway, so I'll just roll two more. Oh, That looks like a hit, and that looks like a hit. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> 24, 26, 26, yeah. Okay. You, you're just doing the fu- aura, aura, aura Jojo thing to him now with the sword. All right, Um. so that's 1d6 plus 4 for each of them. The sword has fists on it, and they're punching it to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so first one, 7, 6... Uh, seven. So, 20 damage altogether. Yeah, you lop off one of its eye stalks. Good for me. (laughs) Question, doesn't Hunter get a turn? He's holding your hand, and you're writhing in pain, and he doesn't know what to do. Okay, that's fair. He's a fish. (laughs) He's he's just terrified out of his mind and drooling and sniffling. Same. <laughs> he's, it's funny, because like, he's a strong, brave Kuatoa normally, but his whole worldview and lifestyle have been shattered, so... It's going to take a little bit of character work to get him to a place of confidence. Okay. This is his first time at an Ikea, so he's still <laughs> getting used to the bearings of the place. Yeah, it can be pretty, like, you can wander off the track really easily and then just completely miss a section. That's right. I, I know that feel. I'm sitting on my Ikea bed right now. It's Job's turn, if Job wants to do anything. um, At the moment, no. All right. So the spectator is very tired of drops shenanigans and tries to blazer him again, DC 13 constitution. Oh. That's a save. Nice. Yeah. Drop is killing this fight. <laughs> uh, 17 damage, half is 8. 
need damage. And then not killing drop, it frustratedly turns another eye stalk on Violet and tries to uh, shoot that blue wave at you. 13 DC wisdom. Oh, shit. Mm. All right, my wisdom is minus two. <laughs> I'm not wise. Um, okay, here we go. I have to get what, what again? 13. You have to beat 13. Okay. 14! <laughs> yes! You feel a strange tingling come over you. Uh, you remember the last time you saw a spectator, it shot a different wave at you. And then when that one hit you, you were paralyzed. This one feels uh, similar, but more like it's like creeping into your brain and you push it away with your just unstoppable rage. You suddenly <laughs> become aware of puberty. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but then... Yeah. Oh no, guys. What? He, it still has control over Ziggy. Yeah. Bring it. Who falls to a knee, raises up his staff, and slams it into the ground. Oh shit. And at the point the staff sticks into the tunnel floor, purple gas begins to spew out. Your purple gas. And it begins to fill the entire tunnel. Would you say that the gas makes everything in a kind of haze? <laughs> no, you guys have seen this spell before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the bad one. Um, it's very bad. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. I believe we killed an entire group of people. <laughs> yeah, this spell uh, Elias knows is Cloud Kill, which is a cloud that kills. <laughs> it sure does. The last time Ziggy used it, though, he used it on an enemy ship where it basically devastated them. However, now he's cast it in a tunnel he is currently in. Wouldn't that also attack the spectator? Uh, That's a good question. This spell was cast without regard for friendly fire oh okay deliberately it appears because the spectator is very badly wounded its eye has been stabbed twice both of its sides have been split uh ziggy's all shot up and uh this this strikes you as a i'm taking you all with me violet's turn (laughs) oh so we don't immediately take the damage oh yeah you're gonna take damage i'm just i I understand but just not not the second oh yeah the second (laughs) i'm just giving you a second to stew in it and think about your your choices in your life Oh, my choices are if Violet just doesn't know what's going on and only knows to attack. So I mean at least you're consistent. Yeah. That's uh anyway, um Constitution saving throw sixteen. Ziggy is very strong. Uh, I botched I botched I botched Alright. Drops in the clear. Twenty two. And Ali's got to love so he doesn't make it. Yeah, so as this poison starts filling the cave, everyone's going to be affected. Let's take it one turn at a time. Violet, you're going to take half of this damage. Okay. 25, so you take 12 damage. Okay. Uh, It's your turn, though. You cough and you wade your way through this stuff. She's still going after the spectator. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't even know. Miss, botch, miss. You run through the poison cloud swinging wildly. Do you want to say anything in your berserker rage? (laughs) I don't know what's going on! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> brilliant yeah and as you're swinging in a berserker rage you accidentally hit drop okay because you guys are all in the, the circle around this thing now yeah that that's that sounds about right roll damage against drop 11 all right you take a bite out of drop goodwood with mittens the great sword Ugh. and it is now Elias's turn um no it's not no i'm dead uh-oh you just took 25 damage from the cloud kill Yes, I was only at 22 hit points. Oops. Oh, shit. You're gone. His knees go weak, and he collapses to the ground. Uh, Sildiel throws herself over him to try to shield him from the poison as she is also hacking up a lung. 
Is drop still standing? Because I, I hit him. I haven't, I haven't taken my damage yet. I haven't taken damage from the cloud kill yet. Oh. Lavinia, your turn? Uh, I, I mean, I bought, so what do you want to do with that? I mean, you definitely take 25 damage. Which, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> nope, but now it's uh, your turn, and you need to. You are magically compelled to escape from your body. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just ripping out my hair and shit. I don't know how else to deal with that. Make an attack roll on yourself as you try to rip your own hair out. You are proficient with your own hair. <laughs> I guess my whip stats, because that's all I got on me. D8 minus one. Yeah, I guess you can't miss yourself, so. I got five, which means I'm out. I had four hit points left. Oh, no. Vinia just goes down, tearing at herself. Damn. I, I think we got a party wipe here. <laughs> we, I, I, could, I could wake him up. Drop, it's your turn. So I take my damage from the cloud kill now, right? Yeah, did you save? I did save. All right, 12 damage. But after being wiped out <laughs> by a hit from our party barbarian, that takes me down to minus seven. <sighs> okay, so three out of four of us are gone. It's up to Violet. Yep. Uh, Ziggy also succumbs to the cloud kill and falls down okay. into it. Now free from all the people who are surrounding it, the spectator uses its turn to try to escape, laughing. You all die down here. Yes, yes. But as it moves away from Violet, you do get an opportunity attack. The, yeah, I am. All right. Um, does that mean advantage? No. Uh, nope. That's just an opportunity attack. Oh, oh okay. Oh, just, just one, and then it's my turn. I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's sorry. trying to leave, so you're taking right. like the moment to just kind of like poke it in the back with your sword and be like, fuck you before you go. Okay, okie dokie. Nine, that's not good. Nope, you miss with your opportunity attack, but now it is your turn. I'm running after it, and I'm using my regular, you know, three attacks on him. Yeah, paint me a word picture, because it's bleeding from every possible square inch and and floating away from you, leaving a trail of blood. There's no way it can escape from you. Okay, uh, the, the word picture is this. Violet is charging forward like her sword is like she's not like swinging it wildly it's like it's more like she's holding it like a lance and she's jousting Mm -hmm. like she's just aiming it towards this thing three attacks for totalos marblaze eight not good eight not good 25 holy crap on toast that was one roll away from a full party wipe my dudes (laughs) yeah 25 eight it only had five health left, so you run and you impale it through the back and out the eyeball in the front. You want to narrate this? This is your triumphant moment <laughs> with Mittens, the rainbow greatsword. Uh, Violet uh, stabs it in half and then twists uh-huh. the sword so it like opens it up even more. And then she grabs what's left and bifurcates it with her hands and then screams and then throws it down. And then after like... You know, slamming it down like a football in the end zone does the icky shuffle. Okay. <laughs> While you're dancing, all your friends are dying. Okay. Well, she'll she, she'll she'll snap out of it in a second. But. Okay. During your victory dance, yep. uh, something flies by your peripheral vision, and it is mm-hmm. Sildiel who has just face stepped above and next to you, mm-hmm. and she slams into the ground, uh, holding Elias, who is unconscious. Lavinia. Me. You. You you have a brief moment of lucidity as your head hits a rock and you feel yourself being dragged and then you are unconscious again. God, all the time. Someone dragged her away? It's probably Hunter. It's definitely Hunter, but he went in the wrong direction. Okay. Um, Violet runs back when it's her turn, I guess, to find Drop. Yep. Uh, perception to find Drop? You, f- you find a very soiled pimp coat. 
<laughs> 13. That's perceptive enough. Yeah, as you're looking through, this purple cloud is filling this entire place. The only thing that you can see by is Job's light as he goes out because Elias has lost consciousness. But as it flickers out, you see the shape of drop on the ground, his sword at his side. Okay, uh, Violet uh, picks him up. Um, I'm not sure what the term is, but it's the way Superman carries Supergirl on the cover of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Pieta? Like the Pieta stance? <laughs> sure. If that's what it's if that if that's what it's called. Like the statue? Yeah. Yeah, La Pieta. Yeah. Okay. I liked my reference better. Okay. <laughs> you carry drop out. Uh, which way do you go? Do you go towards Elias and Sildiel or Hunter and Lavinia? Um, I'm going to say Violet doesn't even notice that Lavinia <laughs> got dragged away because yeah, she, she was over there. So she, but she did see um, the Fey jump. So she goes in that direction. Who's going to grab Ziggy? That's a good question. Ziggy is dead and Violet doesn't care. Violet leaves Ziggy in the cloud kill. Sorry. She, 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 she's got like one thing on her mind and it's getting dropped out of there. And also her head is not always right when she's in frenzy. Yeah. So um, she's not making, she's not making like long calculated decisions. She's just like, oh, grab friend. God. When you emerge from the cloud kill, which is still spreading both ways up and down the tunnel, Sildiel runs up and uh, starts to try to take off Drop's coat. Mm-hmm. Do you do anything about that? You just let her do that? Violet doesn't know what, what that would even mean. Okay. Sildiel takes it off, puts it on, and then and basically tries to prop up Elias and says, we have to keep going. It's This thing's going to keep spreading. We have to go deeper. We have to go deeper. We have to go deeper. You guys, you guys are trapped on the Calypsia side of this spreading cloud. Do you take drop deeper into the Underdark? Uh, I'm going to say yes. All right. And Sildiel tries to drag Elias as far as she can. And when her strength gives out, she teleports using Drop's coat to get him even farther, another 30 feet. And at a certain point, you guys determine that the cloud is no longer chasing you, but it's still probably not safe to go back yet because it does not have anywhere to ventilate. But for now, you guys are as safe as you can be expected to be. Okay. All right. So that's that's where half the party is. The other half, Lavinia, you're still unconscious, but out of character, you know that Hunter dragged you out. Okay. Oh, dear, guys. That did not go super well. <laughs> I pulled my weight. Yeah, yeah. Dropped it a lot. And uh, Violet survived mostly because she just has, like, infinite hit points. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that's the main thing. It was very bad luck that Ziggy got mind-controlled and that he's a very powerful wizard. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the Chekhov's gun cloud kill, which is both friend and foe this season. Violet attempts to... Oh, I want to do a medicine check to see if Violet can in any way make sure uh, Drop does not die and uh, awake him, Mm -hmm. wake him up, all that stuff. Do you want to roll death saving throw, Austin, at this point? Uh, No, Sildiel did a medicine check on you to stabilize you. Violet rolls a 12 medicine. You can tell that Drop is still breathing. And if you wanted to, you could just shake him over and over and over again until he woke up. He probably would feel very ill if you did so, but it's an option. Violet thinks, hmm, maybe induce vomiting. (laughs) <laughs> after that tough fight i think that whole party i guess team violence and friends because it's drop and <laughs> violet uh needs to take a short rest so if you want to roll hit dice uh drop yeah. and Elias as well to recover okay so I'm, I'm back up to zero then i guess and then rolling hit dice correct all right sildiel mothers Elias back to consciousness and violet takes care of drop however you want <laughs> 18 health i've recovered yeah she's at max then 
I'm gonna I'm gonna roll I'm gonna do one more hit die in this case here. I think I'm burning all of mine right now. Mm-hmm. Thirty. That is a that is a decent amount of recovery. Yeah. I mean you don't get to take the hit dice with you if you die. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I have one D six left for hit die at the moment. So Alright. So as everybody groggily comes to, does anybody want to roleplay that? Violet says, Drop, I saved you. Drop drop kinda coughs up a bit of blood. <laughs> yeah. I'd always hoped I would die before going to work, and not, like, after. Because <laughs> you still had to put put in the whole nine-hour shift of going through these tunnels first, huh? Yeah, you know, like, why not just wake up in the morning and die brushing your teeth? Elise's sort of groans, comes to, looks around, and says, where's Vinny? Where's Ziggy? <laughs> Sildiel says, that monster, it... It seemed like it could reflect magic. Ziggy couldn't touch it, and when Lavinia tried, she just went down. Yeah, Elias nodded and said, that's why I didn't try casting Firebolt against it. You knew? Yes, Mother. I realized it as soon as I saw Ziggy being weak. Oh, you probably should have shared that with the rest of the party. Drops, <laughs> Drop suddenly notices that he's wearing, <laughs> that he's wearing way less clothes. <laughs> yeah, Sildiel's in your pimp coat. Drop crosses his arms and scowls at Sildiel. Better take that back. Drop says, that doesn't belong to you. You're right. It bro- it belongs to Corellin. Uh-oh. I'll take it to him when I get there. It was given to me. Violet only now realizes what's going on, and like she looks like she's about to, about to grab that coat off her. Is this what you guys want to do right now? And apparently it is. Uh, Elias <laughs> just sort of lifts a hand between Sildiel and Drop and just sort of Mother's <clears throat> mother, for the time being, it's far more useful for Drop to wear that coat than for us to carry it. We can discuss returning it to Corellin after we're done with our work here. She says, if he dies first, I'm taking it back. <laughs> and she shrugs it off and hands it to you. Not not like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like she's she's upset. She and her son almost just died, so she's being a little cross. But it's not. It, yeah. It's she's taking it out on you. It's not about you. Yeah. And uh, drop drop takes the coat and puts it back on and says, "Just so we're clear, I know that this coat doesn't belong to me. I just I feel like I need it until we're done, and then you can take it back to Corellin. It was never mine in the first place." Well, we might be done soon. As far as I can tell, we're trapped down here. On one side is a wall of poisonous, deadly gas, and on the other is an army of people who are out for blood. Hmm. Violet looks around and she says, hmm. Okay, I'm pretty sure Frogman is just so dead. But I don't know if Vinny is dead, because when I went back for drop, I just didn't see her at all. Elias, do you know how long that spell lasts? Actually... The fact that it's still up means that Ziggy is still alive, because it's it's concentration-based, which means it lasts either several minutes, probably, or until its caster perishes. That is accurate vis-a-vis the book, but you do, you're do you not exactly sure of like how that stuff would dissipate, even once the, the spell is done, mm-hmm. and you guys are underground. So uh, I would advise you not to rely on your knowledge of the, the the player's handbook oh i see so you're just changing rules on the fly now i mean you guys you guys slobber knockered that fool if he hadn't <laughs> controlled ziggy it would have been honestly kind of a letdown fight violet says well our mission was to save the frog and the frog is dead so i feel like 
one way or another, that's over. So we need to find Vinny. Isn't she back there too? Uh, I went back to find you in the purple haze, and she was not there. That's a shame. That seems like something Vinny would have liked. The phrase purple haze. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe we go back there and look, because I don't want her to die, right? (laughs) It's a fucking ask. (laughs) Like, right? I think that's the right answer. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not walking into that cloud again. Yeah. And Sildiel says, are are we not even going to try to rescue that gnome? Like, I realize... I like Calypsia is essentially a death sentence, but I just want to I just want to be clear that you guys are giving up on that attempt to infiltrate the Drow City. No, I I think I think you're right. We've made it here barely, but we should try. Don't have any, I don't have a way to send a message. I don't have sending or message on hand, so I can't contact Vinny from here. I don't have any spells that can <laughs> easily manipulate the, the cloud. None of this is good. Violet says, okay, we have two choices. We can go that way or we can go the way we think Vinny is, right? I mean, I'm, I I don't always know what's going on, but I think those are our choices, so we need to choose. Effectively, Elias is trying to wait to see what the behavior of the cloud is because... Oh. If your action is we wait for the cloud to dissipate, that's totally legitimate. I just need you to say that. It, is it dissipating at all? Yeah, as you, if you sit there and watch the cloud, eventually it thins out and begins to dissipate as it trickles up and down the tunnel and thins out and becomes like less of a factor. And eventually mm-hmm. you got, you will be able to navigate it. I just wanted to be clear that that takes time. I mean, we've already, we've already, we've already had to wait an hour anyway to do our short rest. So. Yep. It thins out. And uh, as it, as it fades away, you can see sprawled out on the ground is Ziggy not moving his staff at his side. You don't, you do not see Lavinia or Hunter. Mm. Violet, like um, kind of like pokes, Ziggy's uh, body with her sword to see if he moves. He does not. Okay. Can I um, can I roll a medicine check on him? Even though I may not necessarily be familiar with Bullywug anatomy. You can certainly try. 20. Ooh. It's pretty good. You kneel down carefully next to him and give him a, a thorough checkup. You check his pulse, breathing, and, uh, and Ziggy Ribbits is dead. No! <laughs> <laughs> But you find uh, on his person, he has something tucked into his uniform that you were not expecting to find. And this object is a... Pokemon Go watch? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're just going to immediately turn this to comedy. No, I'm sorry. I just That is like the least expectant thing for me to find there, as far as I can imagine. It is a wicker representation of a person. Mm-hmm like a person made out of sticks mm-hmm. about the size of a hand. This object's called a fetish, but I realize if I say that, everyone's going to immediately dunk on me. No, it's all right. Yeah, so instead you're going with, it's a wicker man. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it literally looks like a little wicker man. Uh, you've never seen it before. You guys are very familiar with, with Ziggy. He's never had it at any time previous to this. It's very strange. And you find that tucked into his uniform. Can we examine it? Sure. Is that is that investigation or perception or... I think he's looking for Arcana. Arcana. Oh, okay. Even with my plus nine, I get a 16. 12. Two. <laughs> Job says, look, an action figure. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Elias, uh, you know that that object is called a fetish. It is something used in magic, uh, but usually not wizard magic. Usually something uh, darker. It is often associated with dark magic, 
black magic, blood magic. It's not something that a reputable wizard would need. So more along the lines of warlockery of, or something even different than that. Warmer. Hmm. <laughs> With a 16. Warm to warm. To, warm to warlockery. Okay. It's a solid title. Uh, this would this would also explain why Welch was using spells that a wizard would never have in their arsenal. So Drop says, "Are you saying that Welch collects action figures?" <laughs> <laughs> Only when they're in season. Right now, the market is hot for these particular items. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the fetish? <laughs> I suppose I pulled it out of the coat. So unless somebody took it from me. Violet did not grab something out of Drop's hand for no reason. Elias would have asked to look at it so he can examine it more closely. Oh, yeah. So if Elias asked, Drop would have handed it to him. All right. As you go to hand it to Elias, you notice uh, he's standing down tunnel of you. Mm -hmm. And so when you go to hand it, you notice it warm up slightly. And you maybe pull it back, push it forward, uh, pull it back, push it forward. It seems like the further down the tunnel you take it, the warmer it gets. Now, when you say down tunnel, you mean closer to the direction of Calypsia? Confirmed. Correct. Right. This is how Ziggy was going to find the gnome. I want to roll for investigation to see if I can find, like, drag marks or track marks that shows where Vinny was, was dragged. Yep. Perception, investigation, survival, any of that would be applicable. I, I went with investigation. 13. Good-ish. You see drag marks going back up the tunnel? Hunter did not attempt to disguise them. He just grabbed Lavinia and dragged her. Cool. All right. Um, Violet says... Vinny probably went this way. Let's go. All right. Let's make sure that she's okay. Yeah. Elias, you don't think that thing would ever get so hot that it would... Oh, God. Oh, I don't know. Ignite in flames and maybe burn an entire drow village down? Um, was that an arcana check? Yeah. Um, I rolled a 19 on my most recent one to infer what what, what the meaning of the warming was. Oh, then I think with a 19 and with drops, very good puzzle solving, you think Welch sent Ziggy alone on a suicide mission to essentially suicide bomb Calypsia. Like, Elias sort of thought one thing about the fetish, and then he eyes widen, looks at it, and looks at drops like, yes, uh, drop. Look, it's just that in my experience, most things that people make in this world are either to keep them living or to stop other ones from living. And now, as a consequence of your eyes' action, you have killed the spectator that guards Calypsia, so you have access to it now. You did not save Ziggy, sadly, but now you do have thing that was going to stop the invasion. Um, and I, this is a good time to remind you that the drow saw the assassination of Gwendolyn as an act of war, and they will most likely rally their forces, march up these tunnels, and purge hole in the earth of all life. <laughs> soon nah i don't think you're right about that okay <laughs> um like look violet is completely set on finding Vinny, so she's gonna quicken pace and and go she doesn't have time for this shit oh but you know like we're we're following along i'm just like i'm just i'm trying to engage Elias about yeah our little suicide bomber okay we maybe we shouldn't bring that if it's gonna explode i don't know that's only going to explode if we take it down there. Okay, well, all right. All right, uh, Violet just, she goes until she sees something, basically. Yeah, you guys make your way back up the tunnel. Lavinia? Me. 
<laughs> you are in darkness and unconsciousness where you have kind of a lucid dream image of the spiral of Lorelei from a low perspective, like a child looking up to it. And you see it like swaying and you think about when the loot and the whip that were taken from it were given to you when they were broken off the tree and made into items for you, how you felt a shooting pain and how when you took Ziggy's staff from the tree, you felt a shooting pain. And in your unconsciousness, you are startled awake by a very similar pain that shoots through you and you sit up violently right into Hunter's face. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> What's going on? Ah! <laughs> you look around and you see that you are sitting in the middle of hole in the earth the only one that you recognize is hunter he has dragged you to the village um some bullywugs helped him carry you and you are now sitting you're actually now resting in ziggy's house and all his little tadpoles are running around oh. and they they bring you some murky fluid to drink and some <laughs> big gross looking meat blobs and they're trying to help you recuperate i i eat the blobs it is the most disgusting thing you've ever tasted and they all smile at you expectantly mm, um, so good it's my favorite <laughs> hunter at you oh hold on i'm gonna cast uh can i do i have bagpipes that's a good question Let's just let's just say Hunter grabbed them. It's simpler that way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> did you guys do anything with Ziggy? I realize this is all out of order, but did you guys just left him there? Violet did nothing. She just kind of looked and said, "You tried to make me a slave," and then she didn't say it out loud though. And then she walked away. Elias uh, is would probably defer to drop drop. I'm going to assume you'd want to if we're moving with Violet, we'd be carrying Ziggy to get him away from the drow. I can do that. So yeah, I guess Drop would sling Ziggy over his shoulder. So you guys, you're bringing Ziggy back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Lavinia, what do you do? Uh, I point at the bagpipes. Hunter runs over, picks them up, and brings them back to you. I'm gonna... <laughs> and I've got tongues going now. All right. He says, that was scary. What's going on? I saved you. Oh, thanks. But where's everyone else? I don't know. Why am I eating meat goo? That's all they have. That's fair. What what happened? I there was I had to get out and then I passed out and then then there was you in my face. Hi. Hi. Where's everyone else? I don't know. I just tried to save you. Oh, that's very sweet. We have to go back and get them. <laughs> do do we? It's very dangerous. There's the giant floating eyeball. They probably took care of it by now. It didn't seem like it was going so well. Also, if the six of us couldn't take it, maybe we should get some help? I I don't want to leave until I know what's going on. I have to go find them. Well, why don't we get help from here? From where? Well, she said I not to talk to her. Race, war, race, war, race, <laughs> oh my war. God. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, if you're just trying to bully Hunter into going back, you can roll Persuasion. But remember, out of character, Lavinia doesn't know that it, that her friends are safe. For all she knows, she'd be just walking right back into a laser beam. Yeah. I know. If only there was a really huge guy with, like, a crazy anchor. I know. That would be cool. Okay. Let's go talk to Crusher. 
that if like somebody who is really good at charisma could be like, hey, you've got to come help me. <laughs> well, okay, so we're going to go talk to Crusher, but before I lie my pants off to Crusher, <laughs> what's the state of my health? Uh, roll all the hit dice you want to represent you taking a little nap. <laughs> nap, 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 nap. I'm going to roll all my, all my hit die, because why the hell not? Can't take them with you. 26, that's better. Yay. Nice. Okay, let's go talk to this giant frog. All right, Hunter immediately adheres to your hand. Aww. He is a, a Velcro shoe fish. That's kind of fish. Yeah, and you drag him over to Crusher, who is standing in front of Welch's lab with his big anchor, and he looks at you as you come over, and he says, Are you feeling better? Yeah, Um. but we need help. I mean, We need to go see what happened to everyone else, and we need help that is strong. <laughs> help that is strong, huh? Well, I am very strong. Can you come can you come with us just in case, Crusher? Please? We were supposed to go save Ziggy and uh there was a scary eyeball monster and I don't think we're strong enough without you. Cause you're so strong. So very strong. Yeah, I am very strong. I mean I'm also good at math. Like I'm a pretty multi dimensional kind of guy, so I'm not just strong. But I realize that's how I look on the outside, so I don't hold that against you. Wow, you're so fascinating, Crusher. <laughs> Don't Thank you, you think it'd be really great if you came with us? I rolled a 25. Holy shit. <laughs> he says, yeah, I mean, I just have to, I mean, I do like Ziggy. We hang out a lot. I'd let, I have to go ask Welch, though. Uh, tell her you need a bathroom break or something. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. He leans his anchor up against the wall, turns around and begins rolling the big stone door out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then he goes inside. He doesn't open it all the way because, you know, he's still trying to give Welch his, her privacy. Right. But he disappears into the lab. And w- once again, I've, I don't mention this often because it would get repetitive, but you, there's the sound of machines, as there always is down here, mm-hmm. clanking and whirring away. Um, Lavinia, you're the only party member who has seen them. But while you're standing there patiently waiting, holding Hunter's hand, you hear a shrill scream and then the pounding of feet and then a crackling noise. And a, then a heavy thud. From inside the room? Inside the lab, correct. Da-da-da-da. I'm gonna send, try to send a message to Welch. Uh, okay. Be like, hey, I heard some weird noise. Is everything cool in there? <laughs> she responds back uh, with three simple words, which are, leave or die. Huh. Okay. Oof. And the stone door, no one's touching it. It slowly begins to roll back into a closed position. Okay. Well, you know what, Hunter? I don't like this. I hope that eyeball thing isn't there, but I don't think staying here is great either. At least not without our friends. So let's just go look for them because I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I don't like it. <laughs> so you let the stone door roll closed? Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh I didn't think I had time to go in there. It's, yeah, I'm giving you an option. It begins to roll closed. Oh, we're going to go in there. All right, you pull Hunter inside the room? Yeah, I just really don't like not knowing things. <laughs> that is an amazing motivation. Yep. <laughs> you, you pull Hunter into Welch's lab as the stone door rolls closed behind you. Um, and you see just a number of things. I think I'm probably just going to be narrating the rest of this episode now. Mm-hmm. The first thing you see is the machines. You've seen them before. They're just large, loud, scary, complicated metal. You don't really understand them that much. You now notice 
the tubes going up into the ceiling carrying water down and you feel like you understand that bit at least but they also look different than the last time you saw them there's a weird rust quality to them that wasn't there before and as you look closer you begin to question whether it's rust or blood and you also see intermingled in the machines other biological material bones strips of flesh and tendons that hold these machines together it's a macabre infernal engine unlike the last time you saw it you also see lying on the floor as if he had been sprinting back to the door the crusher who has a smoking hole in his back he appears to be gurgling his last on the floor there and across the room uh, you see a squat figure holding a large wrench-like wizard's staff except the wrench part has been removed from the top and in its place has been screwed down a sort of scepter uh, ornamentation which appears to be violet's horn just glowing with magical energy wreathed in lightning uh, freshly fired like as if from a cannon and you see where it once had a crack in it it is now just filled with blue fire deep blue fire like drops quarterstaff and the figure turns to you and points the staff at you and you see that it is not a frog it is a heavy set grotesque woman with stringy hair and mottled skin and she just looks like drowned death and she says oh my poor unfortunate friend you've really made quite a mess of this i would turn to hunter and say i've made a huge tiny mistake I set my sail, fly the wind, it will take me back to my home, sweet home. Lie on my back, clouds are making way for me, I'm coming home, sweet As always, I'd like to thank Overclock Remix for our theme music, including Tears in Rain, an arrangement of Seattle from Deus Ex Invisible War. Dream Eater Mix, an arrangement of Lavender Town's theme from Pokemon, and Akid Pella, an arrangement of Setting Sail Coming Home from Bastion. Executive producers for Dice Funk for the month of January 2016 are Kirsten Haslinger, Extellaris, Joseph Timbrello, Andrew Grothen, Jade, The Cult of Gorfanax, Finch DeJong, Allison Ansel, Tarka, Luke Powers, Michael Goodell, Brent, Irving Royale, Kevin Dobbins, Savarden Akrasimova, Carl, Brady Warner, Kitty Foe, James Neely, Eugene, Marissa Donaldson, Melanie Joe, Lana Seawolf, Toby Gleason Stack, Ruby Offer, Matthew Weber, Emmanuel Garcia, Sarah Hanley, Melissa Booker, Cameron Abbas, Dylan, Gary Sayon, Anna Stuhlfarer, Sean, the host of Funk Dunk, Giorgio Rena, Harrison Andrew, Christopher Charlo, Jorit, Viger Arnston, 
Cody Jackson, King Waza, August Rue, Athos, Ingmar Gremmen, and Paul Mullen. You can help support the show directly by visiting patreon.com slash austinyorski, as well as supporting Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. If you want to help out indirectly, you could always rate, review, comment, and subscribe to us wherever you found the show, including iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and YouTube. As we move into the end game of this season, I just want to thank everybody for sticking with us, supporting us, and inspiring us as we make this ridiculous, goofy show. But rest assured, if you thought we couldn't top Unicorn as a player character, you haven't seen nothing yet. Start <laughs> <laughs>